0: The AMA Moving Medicine podcast highlights innovation and emerging issues that impact physicians and patients today. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's Moving Medicine video and podcast. As we begin a new year, we thought we'd take this opportunity to look back at AMA's work over the past year in several key areas and also find out what's in store for 2022. Today in our look forward, look back series. We're joined by Dr. Christine Sinski, the AMA's Vice President of Professional Satisfaction in Madison, Wisconsin. We'll discuss the AMA's critical work to address physician burnout and opportunities to prioritize physician mental health and well-being in the months ahead. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Dr. Sinsky, thanks for joining us today. You've had uh, quite a year of um, You know, the AMA has been working on the issue of physician burnout for years with your leadership, and that work is largely focused on systemic change. And I think, you know, now after two years or nearly in this pandemic, I'm I'm assuming you might have a different perspective or different learning right now, especially about looking at this at the organizational level. Has this become more important over the last couple of years?
1: Great. So thanks, Todd. Really a pleasure to be with you. And you're absolutely right. One of the things I think it's important for us to realize is that while burnout manifests in individuals, it originates in systems. And the widespread uh, epidemic of burnout among physicians is not because physicians are deficit in terms of resiliency it's because we are working in chaotic environments. And of course, those chaotic environments have only worsened over the last couple of years with the pandemic.
0: This is def- definitely a problem going into the pandemic. And as you point out there, you know, the problem has gotten worse. There are a lot of new challenges. We have physicians that are in the position of treating you know, uh, uh, seriously ill patients uh, in, in unprecedented levels at this point. Uh, some of whom choose not to get vaccinated. You know, how did the AMA support physicians uh, uh, through these unprecedented challenges?
1: Well, the AMA has supported physicians across a number of different domains, if you will. We do a lot of research to help understand where the origins of burnout come from and the consequences of burnout because the consequences are there for patients. They're there for healthcare systems themselves. They're there for the payers of healthcare. And we help to make the, the reality of this problem uh, manifest to various stakeholders. For example, we know that it costs the US healthcare system about $4.6 billion a year just for one component of the consequences of burnout among physicians. So if we can start to translate the issue of burnout away from, oh, it's just an individual problem to recognize it has repercussions for patient care, for healthcare organizations, for the healthcare system at large.
0: Dr. Sinsky, I'm curious, um, you know, as you mentioned, we had tremendous systemic problems going into the pandemic. We have probably new issues that were pandemic-induced, if you were to kind of look back over the past two years, what do you think those top kind of new things that have layered on at this problem would be?
1: So, Tad, I think there are two things, one new and one old that's gotten worse. So the new thing is, I believe we have a workforce that's in peril, that we all have heard about the great resignation uh, in the general population, but I think we've got um, a bill coming due in terms of the Number of physicians and other healthcare workers that will be le- leaving their profession um, over the next several years. I think people have really heroically stood up to the challenge when it's an acute crisis. But when it becomes a chronic steady state, many people are reassessing and are leaving their profession. And that's really worrisome.
0: Uh, indeed. Uh, and I think, you know, if you probably would have. Thought back, maybe two years ago, we would have thought there was going to be an end. And yes. you're right; it is now a chronic problem, and that um, uh, means we have our work cut out for us. And particularly as we think about just, you know, trying to reestablish uh, the joy of medicine and why people got into this calling in the first place. Um, you know, we have really uh, at the AMA been focusing on elevating physician voices over the past year, and, and you have your own program that really highlights. Um, uh, t- tremendous work going on in the, in the field on this. Um, why don't you talk about the, the, that reestablishing Joy in Medicine program?
1: Sure, happy to do that as well. We have developed um, a number of resources to help physicians and to help healthcare leaders to increase the opportunities for joy, purpose, and meaning in work. One of those is our Steps Forward Academy, which includes online toolkits that are free Um, and accessible, they're written by physicians for physicians. We've had over a million users of those toolkits since we started a few years ago. Now we have podcasts and webinars and case studies that go along with that. So that's just one of many things that we do. Uh, One particular one to highlight is we've created a de-implementation checklist and it is a checklist that organizational leaders can look to and think, oh, those are some burdens we can remove from the backs of our physicians. And we took this checklist and we ran it past the Joint Commission, modified it slightly before we published it so that we know that everything on that checklist, for example, is kosher with the the Joint Commission.
0: You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. Did you actually use the word de-implementation? We did. I like
1: that. Yes. And it's related to one of our steps forward toolkits that's called Getting Rid of Stupid Stuff. And it is a step-by-step guidance, uh, workbook, if you will, for how to implement a Getting Rid of Stupid Stuff initiative at your organization, how to cull out a lot of the waste that is currently clogging up the gears of healthcare and adding to the burden.
0: Dr. Sinsky, where would folks find resources like
1: that? www.stepsforward.org, and going there, you will find um, this wealth of resources that we've made available.
0: Um, In addition to resources like that, I know that uh, peer support has been a regular part uh, of practice, and uh, can you talk a little bit about how the AMA uh, is is helping to advance that concept across medicine?
1: Sure. Sure. Peer support has always been part of medical culture, but over the last decade, some of the structures that uh, help to support peer support have diminished. We don't have physician lounges any longer where physicians would gather for lunch, share stories about patients, talk about what was going on. And we don't have radiology reading rooms or relaxed Saturday morning rounds uh, as, as we used to. So some organizations are creating ways to rebuild community at the Mayo Clinic, for example, they will support small groups of eight to 10 physicians who meet every six weeks for dinner on the Mayo Clinic's dime. And they will then have one question to discuss and use the rest of the time for uh, peer support for building. Cleveland Clinic has a peer coaching program. The Mass General Brigham and many others have peer support programs. We highlight these in the Steps Forward Academy. We have toolkit on um, developing a peer support program. We have a case study, a success story, if you will, on the Mayo Clinic dinners. So there's a lot of resources to help people not start from scratch, but to learn from what others have done and then adapt that to their own environment.
0: You know, we had a chance to uh, speak with someone earlier this year about reestablishing the Physicians Lounge, and I was just really struck. It seems like kind of one of those pieces of wisdom that just kind of got lost. Hey, people need that kind of peer to support a place to relax, a place to exchange ideas. Uh, And, you know, what happened?
1: Yes. Well, I think we got very transactional in our understanding of what healthcare is. And then our technology sort of reinforced that transactional nature. And so physicians were interacting uh, kind of solo with their computer screen and not interacting with each other. But I think we can change that.
0: as you look ahead to 2022, what do you think uh, the greatest opportunities are for the AMA in improving physician satisfaction overall?
1: So I think we have to address the workforce in peril that we've talked about. And we also have to address something that might seem much more mundane, but I think is um, underlying a lot of the stress that physicians are feeling, and that is their inbox, It's been said that people don't leave their jobs, they leave their bosses. But for physicians, physicians don't leave their careers. They are leaving their inbox. And there's been an exponential rise in the amount of inbox work for physicians. I had a a physician colleague who said to me the other day, um, I am no longer going to be seeing patients in the ambulatory practice. And the reason is my inbox. I cannot manage that. I'll still do hospital rounds, but I cannot do the ambulatory clinic. So I I think that we just have to address that.
0: Is that, just talk a little bit more about what you mean there. Is it because of, there are so many new ways for patients and other folks to communicate with their physician that just becomes overwhelming? Where, where where's the inbox overload coming from?
1: Right. Well, so the inbox comes from many sources, right? Some of it's test results and notifications, and many of those are unnecessary. So wise systems are learning that they can turn off those redundant notifications. And then some of it is that patient medical advice requests have just skyrocketed over the last year. And, and there's a wonderful graph um, that we have showing the exponential rise in patient medical advice advice requests that come into the inbox, starting right in March of 2020. And it was at this level before COVID hit and at this level, and it has stayed at that level. And and I believe it is one of the strongest drivers pushing physicians out of practice. And yet it is a completely solvable problem. We just have to put our minds to it.
0: Well, you mentioned before uh, Steps Forward, I just wanted to give you uh, just a, a few minutes to talk more about what what's in Steps Forward. How can folks use these resources uh, to deal with what is seemingly insurmountable problem right now? Yeah,
1: yeah. so we have 70 different practical, actionable how-to how to toolkits on a variety of topics. Some are around practice efficiency. We call about 10 of them our practice fundamentals. Included in that is how to tame the inbox. So it's very specific about ways that you can route messages to other individuals and ways that you can uh, turn off unnecessary notifications. We have some on um, building culture within your team, how to have daily huddles, how to have weekly team meetings. And then we have a whole nother section that's around leadership, how to uh, be a better leader, how to assess your leaders. And then if you're um, a, a physician and, and a mid-level leader, how to build bridges between those different levels within an organization. And so there's just a wealth of opportunity there. And a, a team could look at it or a leader could look at it and then say, we're going to follow these steps. We're going to modify it to our environment and um, for some, we even have some pre and post measurement suggestions if one wanted to make it into a quality improvement study.
0: Well, Dr. Sinski, the work that you and your team are doing, its just so, it's so important, especially right now in terms of the research uh, foundation that you've built all of the data, uh, turning that into resources that physicians and physician leaders can use, and then recognizing, The people and the systems and practices out there that are putting those resources to work uh, in successful ways. Uh, That's quite a combination. Uh, Thanks for being here today. That wraps up our look ahead and look back episode on AMA's work to address physician burnout. Again, thanks, Dr. Sinsky. We'll be back with another episode soon. In the meantime, uh, please click subscribe on AMA's YouTube channel. Or check out uh, all of our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thanks for joining us. Take care. This has been Moving Medicine, a podcast by the American Medical Association. Subscribe to other great AMA podcasts available wherever you listen to yours. Or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. I'm Todd Unger, and this is Moving Medicine.